Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saul's Life. Brand new this week with your host, that is me, Saul. And uh, I'm pretty excited about tonight. I've got a special guest, um, pretty good friend of mine, but he's also, I mean, he's just been involved in so many things uh, from commercials uh, nationwide to movies that we've all seen and that are streaming on Netflix. Um, can't wait to get him on, on, on the show here in just a minute. Um, but before we get started, I did want to give you guys a quick update, too, since this is about Orlando and, and I live here in, in this community. Um, first off, I hope everybody is uh, still practicing social distancing and doing their best to uh, stop the spread of this virus. Um, I know we've opened up everything uh, last week and this week and slowly things are trying to get back to normal. Um, but, you know, we still need to be worried about that. You know, kind, 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 kind of the second wave may be coming back if uh, if we've opened up things too soon. But that's um for another show, possibly tomorrow night. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit more. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that uh, I four will be closed uh, starting tomorrow night, Wednesday night. I'm sorry, starting Wednesday night for a week. Uh, it's going to be closed. Uh, I four westbound in between Princeton and Gore. So it's going to come down all the way, closed down to one lane. Sorry. Um, so be very careful uh, starting on another couple days or so uh, if you're coming down I-4 West, coming into downtown or, or going through downtown, um, you know, just kind of keep a lookout for for detours and things like that and maybe try to find a different way to get around to where you have to go because I-4 West will be down to just one freaking lane. Um, but without further ado, what I would like uh, to do here. Next is uh, go ahead and uh, bring on our guest. So give me a quick second here. Um, take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll go ahead and have him on. And uh, we'll be ready to go. Hello? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. There it is. Welcome to a new episode of Saul's Life. Uh, with your host here, Saul, like I said, and I couldn't wait to get back to this next segment because I told everybody uh, that I was bringing in uh, a legend here in Orlando, the uh, the man that you need to know, <laughs> <laughs> the man that you want to know, uh, my good friend, Omar. Omar, um, how you doing, man? I'm good, good. Just uh, surviving all this right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's definitely a weird time uh, to be in with this whole pandemic thing going on and, and all the quarantining and, and social distancing that we're doing. Um, I, I, I told people um, in my intro segment there uh, just a little bit about some of the things that you've done. I mean, from from commercials to movies um, to, to just everything kind of in, in, in you know, show business and, 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 and that kind of industry. Um, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the things that you've done? I mean, me personally, I've known, I, I know you've done a, a couple commercials like Sunny's Barbecues, uh, some Sun Chips, Sun Chips commercials, I believe. I mean, things that, na- national spots, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, I, I'll let you kind of take it away from, from here and just kind of let people know some of the things that you've been involved in. Yeah, I, uh, so once I graduated from, um, from film school at Valencia, I got an internship at, uh, at a local production company. And I did, you know, the the grind that everyone has talked about, you know, getting dry cleaning and coffee and lunch and, uh, you know, deliver this this uh, at the time with videotapes like beta tapes to this company to 
convert it to DVDs because they could make a you know a whole bunch of DVDs to send it out to you know uh, certain people and stuff like that. And I got my break, uh, uh, you know, after doing that for like you know six months. And when they were like, "All right, cool, now you're no longer an intern. You're gonna come out on set with us." And I did a Ron John Surf Shop uh, commercial, and um, it was the first time the slow motion cameras came out and the sucker shot like uh, a thousand frames at 720 not even 1080 it was like an older (laughs) this i'm kind of dating myself because like 1080 was like not there yet you know it was like 720 and and all this kind of stuff and it was it was crazy because like it will film and then it had to like unload on a on a windows computer and you're hoping that it wouldn't crash and it only filmed for like legit like one second but that thousand frames for that one second gave you like a lot of crazy shots and of course day we go out the waves were not that strong so like we had to get a jet ski to pull this guy to kind of like pretend like he was surfing oh it was just everything that bad could happen it would happen but that was like my my first into the biz and um you know uh the the saying is not what you know is who you know yeah. like like legit hit hit me in the face like i busted my butt you know like just to give you an idea we had to be in uh coco for the sunrise you know uh so and what o'clock. driving from orlando from orlando so we everyone had to be here in orlando get ready packed everything up at like three o'clock in the morning right i'm driving the crew because i'm the you know the new guy you know yeah. i'm driving the crew all the way to the the coco and of course, everyone's asleep, and no one wants me to turn on the music or turn anything on to keep me awake. I'm the one who's at one's life. Yeah, you're falling asleep. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> and get there, and they unload everything. They're like, all right, um, we need Starbucks. Go drive to get us some Starbucks or whatever. And um, we we're like in the middle of nowhere, and like not, we didn't go like to Coco, like where everyone goes at. We went to like private area, like like one way or like two lane roads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, real world. Yeah, and uh, the nearest Starbucks was like a good 15, 20 minutes. And I legit was so tired. I went in, uh, ordered my thing, fell asleep, <laughs> waiting for all this order. And the, the lady <laughs> had to like wake me up. She's like, uh, your stuff's been ready for like a couple of minutes. I got like three missed phone calls. I was like, uh, yeah, traffic was really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired, but like I needed that quick nap, you know? Uh, because I was so excited the night before because it was like my first thing, you know. Um, yeah, first big day on first set. First big set, yeah. Like and yeah. and like we had like a, a surfer dude. I have no idea who he was, but the guy was very cocky. Did it, whatever. And by me working there, uh, it opened up a door for the next thing. I uh, This guy, uh, his name is Wavy Davey. Anyone in the industry definitely knows who he is. One of the legends of, of props. Like this guy... If you ever watch Legends of the Hidden Temple, Guts, uh, Keenan and Kel, anything, all that, he was the props guy for all those shows on Nickelodeon, like back in the day. Like I, I don't know how old your 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 fan base is, but if they know like Keenan and Kel, oh, I, I'm, they're, I'm listen, they're as old as we are. Trust me. Okay, cool. So, yeah, yeah I have a feeling like yeah, you, you talk to like you know twenty one year olds all the time, but like. Uh... <laughs> 
listen, I I have a youthful look. Yeah, you know, no, I, I that youthful sound. I can't help it. I got the ear to the to the ground. I stay hip. They probably feel so comfortable <laughs> around you. That's what it is. Um, but th- this this guy, he was our props guy. He was gonna make sure that all of the the surfboards look perfectly perfect for the shot. You know. And he saw me bust my butt and he was like, hey, are you available for the next three weeks to work on uh, a Nickelodeon show called uh, My Family Got Guts? It was like a, a like a, that show, you know, Guts, but coming back with family. And I worked- A uh, double dare kind mm-hmm. of, almost maybe. Yeah, yeah. It, think of like a, 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 a uh, kind of like that Ninja Warrior, but very, <laughs> low like anyone could pass anything you know what i'm saying it was just kind of crazy but it was fun uh i did three weeks on that met so many people because it was in the back lots of universal you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. um the last week a you know one of the hurricanes came by and shut down production and i uh the host of the show was ben linus i don't know if you know who he is but he's like a big time espn uh sports guy he's a big new york knicks fan and all this kind of stuff he was the host and me and him like went back and forth because I, he knew I was a big Magic fan. And uh, we just, you know, went back and forth and he was showing me his like new Jordans that he's constantly getting and all this kind of stuff. But uh, I worked on that and after that it just opened up because everyone in Orlando was working on this. Um, and and then from there, like I just started, uh, like I met all the right people. Like you said, Sunny's Barbecue, the Orlando Magic, Bright House at the time. Now I know Spectrum, but beforehand it was like Bright House commercials. Yeah, you know, yeah. Every Disney and Universal movie, um, not movie, but like commercial possible, I worked on if I was available. Um, Public commercials, oh, I, 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 you, you hooked me up with that. Yes, one. I put you, and they, I constantly see it at, on Facebook all the time. Was, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I've, got, a, I've no, got like fifty million views on that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that laugh? Everyone remembers that laugh about it. Uh, but it, you know, it, it was like knowing the right people in the right time. I was like, I remember we're shooting, you know, downtown in Lake Eola, and I was like, I know Saul lives around here, and I remember sending you a text like, Are you free today? I need you to walk yep. around here and say these three things. And you said it, and they're like, We need this kid in our commercial, like right <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> it was it was perfect. I remember you called me, and you're like, Where? Which is and we're solid colors. Yeah. Like where the something's and I was like, Oh well, yeah, that's you know that's kind of like TV 101. Oh man. Well, it used to be because uh, I know from what I was taught, I, I know cameras back then. If you were like stripes and all sorts of weird patterns, it just it, it just didn't look right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it still kind of does. I mean, because of you know everything with digital and stuff like that, but. The, the reasoning for it is like if you have like a big shirt that said you know nike or or, oh, yeah, or something like, like that like it's like you know it's public so they don't want to be showcasing a different so um just a hint if you're thinking about getting in the industry get a wardrobe full of uh blank shirts like you know nice blank polos and and t-shirts people will put you in front of the camera because they you want to blur your your shirt and stuff like that um but like you yeah, know, that, yeah, yeah. the that's good to know. the uh, yeah the the um the industry has been very well for me. Like I I've been to many awesome places. Like it sent me to the Bahamas quite a few times. I shot the Atlantis uh, Resort, and one of those commercials that I worked on uh, was shown in the Super Bowl. So um, yeah. yeah, and then dude in the March Ma- or one of the tournaments for for college basketball, mm-hmm. you had a you had to help out with that too. So I remember that? I mean, you you you've just you. Let's just put it this way: You've done it all. I feel like <laughs> I, I. I mean, I feel like it, it. It's it was it was a very fun, uh, like career. Uh, like, and the thing was like in Orlando, it's very um, 
we shoot a lot of commercials, don't get me wrong. And there are some features and they're slowly coming back. But I joined in at the end of like the um, the film, uh, what's it called, incentive here in Florida. And then everything started moving to Georgia. Like a lot of my friends yeah. started moving up there. I mean, one of my well, really got, good friends is up there. Yeah. Up there too, yeah. In that, in that industry, right? Exactly. Like, if you know, just imagine you had like a, a $10 million movie. And if you shoot in Florida, you have a $10 million movie, right? But if you shoot it in, in Georgia, we'll give you, they'll give you an extra million dollars because you're, use, you're filming in Georgia and you're hiring the locals. So now that $10 million movie just became an $11 million movie. So, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting free money to film out of state. That says, if you, as long as you keep the money in here, we'll, we'll give you money. So, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, well, most recently, um, some of the films that you worked on, I know it was, uh, which one was the one with the, uh, with Owen Wilson and uh, They're Looking for Their Dad? Yes, it, well, the, the, the uh, original title was, was called Bastards, but I think it's called Father Figures now. It's a terrible, yes, yes, terrible Father movie. Yes, <laughs> Well, which and funny enough, one one of my one of my friends was an actor in that. Movie. Oh, was he? Yeah, and I and, and, and now that I'm talking to you now, we, we can talk about this. I meant to tell tell this to you before, but I don't know why it slipped my mind. He was actually on um on, on my other show that I do with Q mm-hmm. over at Valencia College Radio. Cheap shameless plug in. Are you afraid of the blank? Catch that as soon as we can get back into the studio. <laughs> definitely um, we do all the time or this whole thing yeah or this whole thing just kind of blows over hopefully a little bit you know more than it is now but uh yeah my name uh robert walker branshaw but anyway we used to call him bubba i used to serve with him at, at uh at bahama breeze mm-hmm. and i had him on the show and, and he s- spoke about a lot of the roles he's done because um my man is on on everything on netflix and on all he's he worked with mark Wahlberg in that movie about the exploding uh oil tanker oh, thing yeah. in the middle of the ocean all that like he, he he had that scene where mark Wahlberg's helping him up off the ground oh, okay and he's talking to him and uh anyway in the movie father figures he was a cop oh. that uh with uh with cat williams he was like the bigger guy with the mustache mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if you madam i don't know how it works if you guys are there on different yeah, days that, that was so stuff, but. so this is uh just so the movie was supposed to be placed in in miami or something like that like in florida are they supposed to go certain places? But they shot ninety-five percent of it in uh, in in Georgia, and the exterior mm-hmm. shots and some of the stuff that they needed to film in, in Miami uh, was shot. That's where I only helped out when they went down to Florida. So I tell the truth was okay. I, I went up to interview. It was crazy. It was my first time ever interviewing for a big production and stuff like that. I did a um, uh, a big feature commercial with uh, Homeboy from Game of Thrones, the guy with the uh, the red hair with the milk. Yes, his name? yes, you told me about that. Uh, oh man, the red hair guy with the beard who wanted to, uh, who who really liked Brianna. Yes, Brianna, I'm, I'm uh, going blank. What, he was in, in the most recent Fast and Furious, but um, yeah, he uh, the Travelocity yes, commercial he guy. Yes, he was he was uh, the Wyndham Wizard. That's what it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we shot we yeah. shot that in in uh in the Panhandle, Panama City, right before like uh, not before like right in the beginning of spring break. So we're filming all those up there, and um, the uh, the second assistant director on that um, commercial really loved the way I worked, and she um, she like she got the second assistant directing job for that movie. She called me up to interview with the first assistant director, and this guy has done like um, Donnie Darko, like he was doing all like these big like independent films, and I was like a big fan, you know. 
and um, I went up there, met him, and he was like, oh, you're, you know, uh, he loved, you know, my, my resume, he loved my, my energy and all that kind of stuff, but the thing was, I wasn't from Georgia, you know, and he was like, you know, we need to make sure we have a certain amount of, um, for Georgia, yeah, and all Georgia this kind of stuff, yeah. and I, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, I could, I had a friend who lived up there, I was like, I could stay here, like, I, like, I could say, like, you could send a check to this one place, or what, you know, I was trying to, like, find any way yeah trying to help mm-hmm. him out yeah find like a loop and he, he was just kind of nervous about it so i didn't get the gig and he's like you know we're coming down to still in florida i really want you to to um to be on that help yeah so it went it went from like working like six weeks to only working for one week but uh he called me you know called me and i went down there and uh because of working on that gig opened up like the other two movies that i was able to work on i did uh the infiltrator with Brian Cranston. We shot that in in Tampa, like St. Pete area, um, mm-hmm. with uh, John Leguizamo. Um, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, that was yeah. like literally the hardest shoot I've ever did. Like that that one really like I loved every minute of it. But at the end of it, I was like, I'm really old for this stuff. Like I don't know how some of these guys can do it. But we're we're I think the slowest or the the shortest day that we did there was about 18 hours. Oh and my. it was eight days straight and i had like a six hour turnaround like the overtime and penalties and all that kind of stuff it was it was crazy um like even to the point like the like the the teamsters and the truck um the the grip guys and all that were just laughing at how much money this production company was just spending because they were trying they're trying to be cheap but by them cutting corners, it bit them in the ass. You know what I'm saying? It made it more expensive. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're like, hey, that's usually what like, let's try to shoot everything in in eight days. And this thing, if you would have pushed this to ten to fourteen days, it would have been either the same amount or a little bit cheaper. Um, but because of all, like, I mean, like, dude, I saw the sunrise, sunset, sunrise again before I went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus, that's wild. And, um and i was like and and you know and what was great it's like after day seven hour 19 i was like this is i mean i was like in pain don't get me wrong my your body starts aching and crap like that but i was like this is what i wanted to do and i really love this you know no that's awesome i mean you 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 definitely have found uh what you want to do um and and you're good at it man i mean like like i said you've done all those all those commercials all those movies uh even I, I don't want to say most recently because I feel like you may you may have done something even more more recent than the, the Florida project, or was that kind of like the last maybe big job that um, that you were kind of working on there when it comes to like films? I um I you know luckily I have some many great friends in the industry and I will come in like they're like hey are you available for these days for like to pick up little things here and there um you know and i i you know i try not to like look for for jobs because i know there's people out there that live off of this and i have a full-time job now but sometimes i'm like are you available and sometimes i always ask like am i the last one like did everyone else say no you know what i'm saying like like it's everyone yeah, busy yeah, yeah. you know it's, and sometimes it's like no we just we miss having you on set and stuff like that like we need we need you to be there but the the florida project was the big feature uh yeah the, the most recent feature but i've done like two um little documentaries that um well not two but like one documentary that that i think might be coming out soon or it is is about um the uh the what's it called the little league team that it was all it was an all 
Oh, I'm going blank about it. Jeez, I, could, I should know this. Oh my goodness! No, I, I know what you're talking about. It played at the tall tie. Tie, Ty Arnold worked on. Yeah, he was uh, a producer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, well, they're yeah, they're all too, tall. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I actually got to talk to him about it at your housewarming party mm-hmm. a little bit because it, it did come out. I got to see it. It was on yes. Netflix. Um, I'm, I'm like now. Oh, holy yeah. crap, man! I know. It's like when oh, Jesus. long no, time coming. Can't... Long time coming. Long time coming. That's what it is. Thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's gonna kill me, dude. Where, and where was? I mean, that was all around here in Orlando. Yes. Yeah, so the, the kid apparently the kids played here in in uh, Orlando, but they the the movie they interviewed a whole bunch of people around, uh, like you know wherever they were at. So anytime they were filming here in Orlando, I I was a part of it and I helped. Uh, and it was crazy because like, um, you know, working in the industry, sometimes like you would be like, hey. Um, Omar, we need you from Monday to Thursday, right? To say for a gig. And then they're like, but are you available Friday and Saturday? I'm like, yeah. They're like, cool. There's a secret project we're doing Friday and Saturday. Same company, same everything. It's just, we're just adding on just invoices for two separate things. You know, sometimes you like, I just invoice everything at once, but it's like, no, one's for this and this is the other thing. And I'll do these gigs and it'd be like front side projects. I'm like, I'm getting paid to hang out with my friends. And then you'd be like, oh my gosh, like, Hank Karen's there, Cal Ricken Jr. is there. You know, you're like, these are really cool side projects, you know? And you you hear about this interview, but like, it took so many years. Like, there'll be times that like, I I will be helping out one day and then help out like three months later on another thing. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, this movie's coming out. You worked on it. I'm like, I worked on it? What? And then they'll be like, oh, that's the stuff that we did. (laughs) Yeah. You keep it moving. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's good, man. Um, I wanted to... uh, I wanted to ask you this real quick because uh, you, you mentioned r- real quick in passing that you do have a full-time mm-hmm. job now. Um, so what, what are you doing? So, um, you know, after after our our beloved, awesome place that we used to work at together at NBA City closed, um, yeah, RIP, you NBA know, um, where I met all my great friends and, and, you know, I consider them my family in a way. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, it... Once that closed, I, I was doing freelancing for a while, and like I said, like the the industry wasn't as um, as you know as full as it is up in, in like in Georgia or any, anywhere else. And I wanted to stay here, so I uh, I got lucky and I got a, a great job at Full Sail University. I work um, in the show show production, and I'm one of the uh, the video guys. I teach kids how to pretty much all the video aspects of things in, in live production. So it's not mainly like um, movie making and stuff like that but more like live tv so live sporting events live news mm-hmm. concerts all that but the video aspect of things of that so well i mean i think you're perfect for that to be honest with you i love i i, I love when i heard that that's what you were doing um because I, I i don't know man i i just think you're you're, you're perfect for all things that come entertainment especially just behind the scenes and and, and your eye for things mm-hmm. as well um yeah I, I don't know it's awesome which kind of leads me to the next point with what you're kind of doing now because uh i i just love following all the all the work that you do and, and you have a beautiful wife and you guys together um cone uh, or a marvelous production mm-hmm. yeah right? Yeah, so tell me a little bit about that because uh, I, I I saw it right from the beginning when you guys were kind of just doing the slow motion boosts and everything like that, and um, I feel like you guys have just kind of taken this a whole 
just the whole notch up with with your production value and, and what you're offering. Yeah. So now. yeah, my wife and I we started uh, a marvelous productions. Uh, just to let you know, like I am like one of the co-owners of it, but she is the boss. She's the CEO and everything yeah. like that. And is <laughs> it is yeah. the best thing ever. She's awesome. I love her to death, and she, I think she's the best CEO possible. Like she's she is, she's, she's awesome to work with. Um, and she sees things that I don't see, you know, where we guys are like, oh, this looks great. And she's like, uh-uh, no, we got to get a different shot than that, you know? Or she'd be like, no, mm-hmm. let's cut this a little bit earlier and stuff like that, which is great, you know? Um, but we, you know, she teaches entertainment business at at, um, at Full Sail as well. And when we were getting married, uh, we wanted to find something fun for our, our, our wedding. And um, we, I remember, you know, slow motion videos and stuff like that. Um, and we looked up to see who up in, because we got married up in Maryland to see who, um, who was doing this. And of course our videographer had it and we looked at it and I was like, this is amazing. And of course we were like, who does that here in Orlando? We wanted to see if anyone was doing it here in Orlando. And there was only one company that came up and we're like, hold up. Only one person is doing this awesome thing in a city that is like one of the biggest uh, places for people to get married. You know what I'm saying? With yeah and it's, we're it's, like uh we need to tap in on this even if we don't like do it full time or we're not the like consistent one getting it but as long as people know that there's yeah. another option and as soon as we started doing it it's like funny because like people when we do wedding shows they'll be like what is this oh my gosh and like it's funny because like a lot of wedding shows like guys are there with their wives you know their fiancés and they're they're there because they're like all right why you know fiance we're going to go I'm going to show up and hang out and pretty much they're there to get the free beer or just to see if there's any free alcohol, whatever, but it's mainly a girl yeah. thing. But when they see yeah. us, they're like, oh my gosh, this is fun, you know? So we're like, yes, come in, come into our booth and join in this fun event and all that kind of stuff. So we we started doing um, the slow motion booth and then we started sprinkling out and doing like, like little videos for like social media aspect of things for like other uh, companies like mom and pop stuff. Um, and then... Um, and then because of what I am been teaching at school and seeing what is going on, uh, we started tapping in more on the live stream stuff. And um, to tell you the truth, as of today, we've been kind of pushing uh, our live stream uh, for weddings. Like we're able to live stream weddings because of uh, this little thing that's happening that's keeping everyone away from everywhere. Um, so we wanted to make sure that, you know, if you were to have a wedding and, you know, like it's a, it's a really big day and, you know, save grandma couldn't show up or if people are afraid to come down you know say they're you know out of state and they're like you know we want to be there but because of what's going down we don't want to um come down come to your thing so we're able to uh to live stream it it's not going to be like your typical like you know have your cousin hold an iphone and and stream it it'll be a little bit more professional with a nice legit camera better audio um and then streaming it to a private page so it'll be more you know intimate for their family well what i from what I've seen, it's a full-on mm-hmm. production, man. Like you're you're putting on a, a show. That's a show. It is like a like like an episode of whatever you know. If I'm flipping through the channels or I, I go to HBO or whatever, I DVR and I'm gonna click mm-hmm. on that. That's pretty much what you're offering these people, man. Because it's 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 quality. It's the craziest thing I've seen. I've I've, I've never seen it like that. Um, that, that affordable i'll tell you that first mm-hmm. off you know what i mean and that kind of quality that's what like movie mm-hmm. stars do yeah you we know what I mean? like have, have these have these wedding wedding and, shows and that's the thing it's like we want to make sure that you know like we don't want to to scare people away with the pricing and stuff like that you know like 
is is a reasonable price. Like you know, um, we even did like a, a Google Docs uh, questionnaire to see like price ranges. You know, see what 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 uh, future brides are thinking about. Like what would they want to pay? Like is this a must and all that kind of stuff. And we were hitting in that. Yeah. You know, when we guessed like how much it would be, that we we're hitting around that price range. I mean, I could tell you over 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 this um, as of right now. As of today, it could change, you know, uh, depending on, on, on times and stuff like that. But like, as of today, you know, for one camera, um, a nice DSLR live stream with audio and all that kind of stuff, it's, it's 500 bucks for up to an hour of, uh, of, a, of a, um, a reception. You know? Yeah, that's sick. No, that's the, sick. Cer- I love, ceremony. I mean, I love what one of the two, whatever the wedding part's uh... at. I'm terrible at it. No, it is. Okay, it's cool. the reception, right? The ceremony, yeah. the reception afterwards, yeah. during 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 the uh, bridal service itself, or you mean after? It was it's the the actual wedding. So the yeah, I guess the yeah, ceremony. That's, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, the ceremony. Regardless, mm-hmm. it looks tight, man. That's all I gotta say. Because I've, uh, I mean, I might be a little biased, but at the same time, I'm gonna go ahead and like you know put your uh, put your page and kind of link it to to this mm-hmm. whenever I, uh, I publish it that. out, so people could see for themselves. No, dude, are you kidding me? It's, it's, it, it makes me look good. I have a legit business well, now, like <laughs> that I'm interviewing. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, it's just um, you know, it's something that my wife and I would like to do. Like we do this stuff on the weekends. It's like our side hustle. It's not like our, our full time job. And you know, like when we do these, like like say a slow motion video booth event, like just seeing the people's reaction, like that just does it. Like uh, we did a um a sweet sixteen uh, birthday party, and the 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 mom heard about us and she's like i want you guys to come out um you know the daughter even didn't even know we were going to be there right and it was funny because like we're i'm in my 30s like i don't know like the music that they're into and all this kind of stuff and <laughs> it, you know they're, they're walking yeah. in i mean le- legit it was like uh chicken tenders and mac and cheese was like the the go-to stuff to eat you know what i'm saying um <laughs> and um love they, they were walking in and they were playing music and it was funny because they were huddling around each other like walking around like it was this big venue and everyone was like flocked together you know what i'm saying or they had their own little packs yeah. it's like typical high school so yeah they and, just clicked up and uh so we brought the birthday girl into our booth because like they see us and no one wants to jump in so we're like hey come on in and I, you know, I have her, like, throw some money up in the air, right? I tell her, I was like, I'm going to count you down, and then at three, I want you to move as fast as you can, throw money up in the air, and give me, like, a like a hard look, right? She does it, and we yeah, have, like, yeah. this big screen TV is facing out, and everyone in that ballroom did the biggest, like, oh, like, the loudest, like, it was the greatest, like, snap, like, yeah, yeah like, if, if you were, like, a hip-hop <laughs> artist, and you just threw, threw down, like, the hardest line, and everyone was like, oh, snaps, like... <laughs> It was like that, you know what I'm saying? And it was just so, and it was just nonstop after that. Like we've we've done like weddings that pretty much is either you're dancing or you're with us. You know what I'm saying? Like it was there was no time of like just to sit down and relax. You know, it was like it was a consistent flow. You know, it was like get my drink, dance. You and I were going to the booth and then go back around. And that's like it's that's I think is the best part about it. You know, like we add that extra entertainment to your your wedding. You know, like if you if you ever been to weddings and it's like only the DJ in the open bar, what's going to happen is like, if people don't dance, you're going to have a lot of people just sitting down, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. in those pictures, oh, yeah. it, it's going to look like only three people were dancing or three people were having fun. Yeah, it looked like it was exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't even think about stuff like that. So yeah, just part. trying to keep, you know, your, your guests uh, and your family members just constantly because like, you know, 
and the one of the awesome things yeah keep on saying one of the greatest things too it's like right after the wedding like people will come up to us and be like this was the best thing ever we'll get emails or met or you know message on social media or whatever saying everyone's still talking about your booth you know at at after our wedding you know and it's and it's crazy like yeah. you know like who who keeps on talking about like all i remember like when i want to do like my besides working like go to a wedding it's like the food was great meeting up with the people were awesome the location was beautiful you know what i'm saying but then after that tuesday it's like oh yeah we hung out you know so you don't you don't really talk about it especially guys you know we're just like oh whatever but when like you know so and so's husband is calling me and was like that was so much fun and of course afterwards we cut up a video uh, depending which package they get we'll cut up a video for them and it'd be like a little montage and that also blows up everyone's like oh my gosh i can't believe so and so went into your booth and all this kind of stuff because like you know during your special day you're making sure everyone's having a good time but you want to have a good time as well and you know when you watch these videos you're like oh my gosh my grandmother jumped in that's awesome you know yeah you want mm -hmm. it to be memorable um speaking of uh you know cutting up these videos and everybody having a good time uh we are in the time of quarantine well we kind of were we're slowly getting mm -hmm. out of that now um, but what I noticed, I mean, well, I'll let, I'll, I'll just ask you, you know, what, what are some of the things that you and, and Mud have been doing <laughs> to kind of, I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. Yes. <laughs> you I, know, so you're not just saying, understood. Board, you I, know? you know, I'm, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I also married a TikTok superstar. Um, <laughs> she is a TikTok influencer. <laughs> She's been killing. She's a TikTok She's been killing it. Uh, and it's funny too because, like, back when I used to post videos, like when I used to get like say fifty views or like a hundred views on YouTube, I'm like, man, I'm doing a great job. She's she's getting yeah. like thousands of views and stuff like that in comments yeah. and like. I'm just like over here, like, man, you're killing it. Like that's awesome, you know. No, it's it's the best because I uh, I mean I'll tell you what it's definitely entertaining to me because I'll, uh, I'll 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 you know wake up in the mornings whatever it is you know you start scrolling through social media and all of a sudden I'll see this video and it the sound isn't on at first so I don't know what it is all I just see is mud moonwalking across <laughs> my screen and I'm like what is she doing right now or the other one where what what did you guys do where you were like dancing oh yeah this. <laughs> there's so many different like she, she's constantly like i need to know this dance move or or like you know um she find like certain things like i just hear the same thing over and over again you know and i'm like oh she's getting ready to show me something and i have to try to remember this or she find like she finds some really great ones like there's some really funny ones and i i try to help out as as best as i can but she's very creative and she's awesome at it no, it, it, it's great, man. I, uh, I I think you know it's hey, you just gotta you gotta entertain yourselves and, and, and keep keep each other on on your toes and and I dude, I, I think it's hilarious. I think she's doing a great job with those, like and actually like on point with the with the mouthing and and the you know kind of like lip syncing oh, yeah, the things or whatever. It it it's perfect. Trust me, it, you know like <laughs> a lot of times perfect. when I go out and film, I'm like the director. I'm behind the camera and stuff like that. When it comes to TikTok, she's directing the suckers really good. She's like, uh-uh, we gotta do it again. You didn't do it good at this time. I'm like, oh crap, we gotta do better. <laughs> oh, so I mean she's like no big time. Like work mode. It's fun, oh, but oh but it's okay. work so mode, it's like, yeah. Like, oh, you know she's working oh, on goodness. it. Oh, 
I see. I see how it is. I see. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe once all this is over, I might have to join you guys in one of those. You definitely do. You just let me. We'll just, see what's up. Or if I'm you like, find like, one, be like, "Hey, I want to do this one with you guys. Just let us know." Yeah, no, that'll probably never happen. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> real quick, I mean, since we are here in uh, in Orlando, um, we're talking about uh, the entertainment industry. Um, a big part of that, obviously, is, is like Disney and stuff. I don't know if you got a chance to see I that did. video. I did. That I put up on a, on Saul's Life. And I, I just kind of wanted to get your quick reaction to it. Um, you know, and kind of like if, if you think maybe it's, it's possible or it will be possible to do something it's, like that here. It's crazy. <laughs> like, you, oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Real quick. Let me, um, and let me set this up. I, for people, if you guys, you know, if you guys want, go to Facebook, check out Saul's Life, uh, my page on there. I went ahead and posted up a, uh, a video on how the Shanghai Disney is doing their reopening and all the steps and procedures that they're, you know, taking to uh, to open up the park. Uh, and they opened up today at a 30% capacity. Um, so doing all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you, you saw the video. What did you think or, or, or what do you think? You well, know, you know is possible? It, it's like, you know, it's like the, it's gonna, it might be the new norm. You know, like, you know, I, I constantly was telling some of my other friends, like, before 9-11 you know i wanted to go and say goodbye to you at the airport i could go all the way to the gate and just waited right there with you until you got on the plane you know and yeah. and after 9-11 it's like can only go up to here and that's it you know um and you have to show up two hours early and and you know pre-check and all this kind of stuff and all you know to make sure that that we're we're, we're safe um and seeing like what what they're doing to get in you know i i see like they're, they're they're trying to do anything to open up i get that you know what i'm saying but um like here like say they were to do that here in orlando um who is it the first 30 percent of of the capacity is what goes in you know what i'm saying like are they going to do like a raffle you yeah see so that and that and that's what i'm saying that like that, that that's a big question for me Cause like who 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 gets to decide? Cause you know how how did the first thirty percent and and from what they're saying, it's gonna be uh, you're gonna have to go on on, on the app or whatever on your phone. You yeah. know, make reservations. And uh, but it's just it all seems crazy. You know, are they gonna go by tiers in uh in in like um annual in, in I'm sorry, yeah. park members or yeah. park passes, like, you know what I mean? When, annual pass when they say 30%, like if they say 30%, is that not including employees? Because you think 30% would be all employees, so it'd be like 10 people walking into that park, you know? Like, like you know, it takes a lot of people to run that, that theme park, you know? So is it 30% of people walking in or 30% total of what that building can, or that, that place can hold? Um, but watching the video, I mean, like, you know, seeing like six feet apart, going through the lines, wearing your mask, and you know, there's hand hand cleaning and all that kind of stuff. But like, this is like the worst time to to, I, to for them to. Well, and I want to know who's you know who's going to be taking yeah. out all the trash. Like when when they when they showed you throwing away your mask mm -hmm. in the trash bin, are people sanitizing mm -hmm. that trash bin like, you know, every every two seconds that anybody touches that? You know, well, how well like they... you know the the whole point of wearing mask is like when you're indoors with other people. Like, you know, when I walk around my neighborhood, I'm not wearing a mask, you know, because I'm by myself and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, here in Florida, and especially in July, if it was to open up around July, it's gonna be like 100 degrees and you're wearing a mask over your face, people are gonna be falling, you know? 
Oh, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be so, a complete nightmare. I I just don't see. I personally don't see it working the way this uh the way this Shanghai Disney video says that you know they're they're gonna be doing everything. Um, because it, first off, you're gonna be waiting in line for forever. It, you know, especially if you're doing the whole six feet apart. Well, I don't think there's actually only... gonna be lines. That's I think that's why that thirty percent um capacitor. Like, say if you sign into the app, right? And this is me. I'm not saying like this is. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I'm not saying like this is going to happen. This is just me guessing. So I don't want people like, well, Omar said this. Uh, I, I believe yeah, like yeah. if you're in that 30, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Um, we have your day scheduled. You show up at nine o'clock. So you're going to get there at 7 a.m. I'm guessing I'm doing the whole two hours early. Pretend like if you had to go through the airport uh, to get your screening, you know, temperature, wipe down, mask, everything. You're you're approved to get inside Disney. All right, you're gonna go here, then go here. These are your your places where you can eat. Like everything's gonna be like scheduled for you probably, and that's why they're gonna probably do that with that thirty percent to kind of keep people flowing away from people. But I don't think there's gonna be lines like how we how we tend to remember seeing it, especially with thirty percent capacity. Um, you know, it, that's for like say Magic Kingdom. That's like not that many people you know what i'm saying like i i feel like you could spread people around and they should they should be all right but yes how, how like are they going to be cleaning <laughs> yeah like, but like are they going to be cleaning it's like after every person like touches the door you know and like uh if i throw something away like if I, like you said throw a mask away if i touch this if i touch it i'm not wearing you know like and just imagine like say if you were to come down from you know indiana and you did not have the proper mask and you paid all this money to be there and they're like no you need to wear this this and this to get inside there they might have it but then like oh it's going to cost mm-hmm. disney prices or they might i don't know if they're going to give it to you like there's so many different things and the people who are going to be deciding all this get paid more than i do um all i just want to know oh, yeah. is you know if they are going to open it how safe we're going to be because you know orlando definitely needs these theme parks to open up to to make you know make us go around you know what i'm saying like i don't want the next the next big oh, thing absolutely. to happen is like I, I feel... you know riots and, and stuff like that because people can't get stuff at, at Publix. you know I, I think people need to start rioting to the state and not to mm-hmm. any of these businesses or organizations personally i mean but that, that, you know that's just me i mean they the the, the interest of, of, of the state and the government and, and of any business is is, is the mm-hmm. safety of their employees i feel like and we make so much money. The state of Florida makes so much money off off its tourism industry and, and hospitality. And you know how many mm-hmm. how many workers are at Disney? Yeah, not in employees. You know, just Disney alone. Not counting Universal. Not counting Sea World. Not counting Lego World. You know, not counting mm-hmm. uh, Disney Springs. You know, just the parks. And these these guys that break in billions and trillions of dollars to the state. We can't we can't even pay them decent pay. We can't pay them hazard pay. We can't give them health insurance. Mm-hmm. And we want them to go out there and work for pennies and, you know, and, 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 and risk their lives and the lives of their loved ones contracting, you know, this virus. All for what? So, like, you know, because we need this economy running. Like, if they want it that bad to get up and running again, then they really need to put these other steps in place to take care of their... Mm-hmm employees that actually make you know that that run the wheel that made the right um you know when when like you know how people are going to 
like it was it today or tomorrow they're opening up to get haircuts and today today and oh, all today, that kind of, like today. you know yeah. god bless them like yeah they, they're trying to come back because you know it's desperate times people need you know need that money and i know the unemployment uh system is a joke here in florida it's, yeah it's fucked and, it's understandable and you know it's like it, it's terrible like i and i can't make that you know that that decision on certain things and, and stuff like that it's, it, it is terrible so it is like a double-ended sword because it's like you damn if you do you damn if you don't you know what i'm saying so um but i completely understand where you're coming from um i don't, I, I prefer not to get into the any of that stuff yet and all that kind of oh, stuff no, because no, like, i am not I'm as educated i have my opinion on certain things and um but to make it into like not a laughing matter but be like holy you know start thinking about it like when all this started happening you know i was like i'm not worried about it because you know as soon as disney closed that's when i worried about it and like three hours later i was like all of disney is closing and i'm like I'm like oh crap okay now we take this seriously you know what i'm saying like you know you always hear, hear the stories like the theme parks would never close until the hurricane's like right there you know what i'm saying like it has to be like a certain category yep, for them to yep. close it that and you know when they're like oh yeah we're closing for not even like you know two days it was like oh we're gonna start off with like 10 days or two weeks and then now it's been closed for how many days you know we don't even know when they're going to open um you know like when when uh when universal said that you know they're not opening up until maybe june you know and they announced this before disney i was like oh wow they you know usually it's like disney first then universal has always been the the case in orlando um but it's true like like i i won't wouldn't want to be the first 30 percent of people to go back to disney you know what i'm saying like I I, I I do um my wife enjoys it a lot more than I do but I enjoy going there and making memories with my wife and it's a fun place but I I think we probably wouldn't be the first to be like let's go to Disney you know what I'm saying once they open I I wouldn't want to be the guinea pigs of that uh, especially like I know Disney Springs is opening up like next week or something like that right or or soon yeah yeah, yeah something I mean or, yeah later this week I don't it's just it, and at the same time, I think it, it just it takes away the convenience mm-hmm. of having an annual no, it, pass to it, me. Because, you know, you could just, you, you know, as an annual pass holder, we just walk mm-hmm. right up in there whenever we want, you know, in and out. And now, with all these stipulations and, and everything, is it mm-hmm. is it going to be worth that it, price? Exactly. Or is, is the price going to go up because you're going to be paying for whatever their their next things? I mean, like, you know, we, we, yeah. we drove around um, Disney Springs and all that kind of stuff just to see it empty you know what i'm saying like that's a it just to see that area empty is kind of like eerie you know and just kind of like i saw it with no cars just driving around and not seeing like any cars in any of the parking lots and just uh just drove around and you know we, we did some something fun it was outdoorsy we did like that little foot golf um but yeah we weren't yeah, around so anyone it was just cool. her and i you know at a golf course you know it's just like we were so far away from anyone um and and the guy who gave us our soccer balls like he told us like these have been wiped down if you touch whatever ball that's your ball for the rest of the the event you know what i'm saying and and like we walked we yeah. did our, our thing it took us about like an hour to play golf uh, soccer golf and then we went home but how many people were at the golf course like hitting the balls and stuff like that it was like you felt like they were giving out free golf balls because there's so many people there you know yeah Mm-hmm. really it was that bad it was like you know the wow. hitting range where people waiting to hit the ball at the hitting range 
Yeah, the driver range. Yeah, the yeah. driving range. Yeah, you can tell I play golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just now starting to get into but, it. But trying, it's a, it's probably the toughest. But you know, just to, to do something because like yeah, we've been golf. stuck inside our homes like everyone else, and um, you know, just be able to go outside. You know, and like I, I'm doing, I'm now doing more walks than I did before, and walking around my neighborhood and. And just being outside and just getting that fresh air since there's no cars out there that the, the air is a little bit cleaner you know yeah no i hear you man um well you know I, b- before i let you go um there was like one main reason why i wanted to interview you and talk to you kind of bring you on this because we we have known each other for quite a long time now i feel oh, like big time um I mean, I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, how long has it been, maybe? when? How long ago have like, you been uh, since you worked at Fossil? Uh, when I worked at Fossil, it was like 08. So that many years ago. 2008. Yeah, 2008, 2009, I was working at Fossil. And then at the end of 09, I got hired at mm-hmm. NBA City. And then that's where we mm-hmm. met, I feel like. Really started hanging out. And, and then the rest is history. But... um throughout us hanging out in all those years and especially at NBA City when we were younger in our wild times. Oh, yes. Uh, we used to go out a lot. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we, <laughs> we used to go out. We used to have fun, bro. All I'm saying is you used to, you used to be a, I mean, I don't know how to explain to people um, that if if you ever, if anybody, if, if you ever wanted to go out and actually get in a conversation with a girl and talk to somebody and actually have fun, <laughs> bring Omar. Cause that—that's how it was. I mean, you dance moves were on point. I don't know how you just got all these girls to start dancing with you all the time, but it was just—it it was just the most—it was—it was the most carefree fun we ever had. I mean, we go out, you and me, Albright would hang out every now and then, um, and um, yeah, I mean, we were just living it up. But uh, there, there's this one story that, uh, and I, and I'll let you tell most of it unless you have to ask me for anything, you know, but. Because I want everyone else to hear it okay. and not coming out of my mouth. Because every time I say the story, people are like, what? What happened? And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, it kind of happened that way. I don't know how else to explain it. But uh, I, uh, you know, it, it was mm-hmm. it was a Cinco de Mayo night. And um, I got into a little altercation. In my head, I'm defending Albright and you. But, uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll let you go. You know, we had, take it away we had to, like, take it back. So it was near the end of the night. We we already had yeah. quite a few margaritas or whatever they were giving out, like, in downtown. You know, two-for-ones or, or whatever deal that was going on. It's like, <laughs> buy this and get three tacos or whatever. Um, and, you know, whatever deal. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're all living on a budget a back in so the day, right? And, um, <laughs> and yeah. we, so we were le- leaving, and I was the designated driver because we all know Omar really does not drink, right? Like, he's... No, I, so, and, and all right, I will, I'll, I'll say this, I'll chime in, you know, every now and then, I think, when I think it's appropriate. Um, you, yeah, you're not a big drinker. You, um, I clearly remember you stopping drinking early in the uh, in the day mm-hmm. or in, early in the evening, um, and kind of like, hey, you know, it's Cinco de Mayo, and guys, you know, I'm, I'm gonna drive, so I, I, you stop drinking, and, and me and Albright just kind of kept chugging whatever, whatever, whatever it was the yeah. so, and, and that was that was like the that. best thing. Yeah. So we we called it a night. We we're like, you know what? We felt good. We're, I think we're we we're gonna go to Pom Poms. I think that's where we we're gonna go. We're 
we were gonna go yeah we we're gonna go to pom pom <laughs> because i've never been you're like dude you got to go to pom poms because they're open like all the time so yes no, albright albright said that was albright steve albright yes Shout out to and albright, um <laughs> so we walk in and these two guys i guess they were like they're really tipsy and they were being loud or whatnot and um I guess they walked by us and he, he did like a motion, like he wanted to like attack us, like he like fronting us or whatever. I, yeah. He, he took off his shirt. I think after the off. front, you said something, he took off his shirt. Like, I don't think you take oh. off your shirt until somebody says something to you. Um, so, oh, yeah, so like, he just, right. I, like, I didn't see this, of course, because it was like right, it was like, it was Albright was walking first. It was like a train. He's like, All right, me, and then you. And this guy like kind of walked past you and did this and you said something. And I, I thought you were saying something to me. So I like, I turn and then Albright turns as well. And the guy like did something again. And he started taking off shirts. Like, what you want to, you want to do something about it? And then you're like, I sh- yes, I do. Thank you for asking. I was like, kind of like you asked the question and I'm going to answer it with a yes. I want to do something about it. It was so proper how you said that. <laughs> and um, all I know is he had like two other extremely drunk dudes and this is like by the view like we're walking past like uh wall street we're walking towards like the view um uh high rise if you guys know the downtown area there's that one road that goes down yeah that goes down that 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 was like hiding uh secret parking spot downtown um and these guys just started like coming up and whatever and you just knocked this dude like great first punch because he you like fronted on you as well and you like knocked him out you fell to the ground and of course you as like a wrestler fan just once you're on the ground you keep on attacking and 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 i'm like oh my gosh like this is legit happening you know and i i thought you knew these people you know what i'm saying i was like why is why why is Saul doing this right no no idea and and then uh, so this other dude starts jumping on top of you so i'm like coming in to knock this guy away and he's like stupid drink i just remember pushing him out he's getting up and he's swinging at me and you know me i'm the tallest person you know and he like completely like misses me like he does two swings at me like he's think he's like trying to hit albright albright six two i'm five five two and he's like completely swinging over me i'm missing the i don't have to duck like the dude just swing right over me and i'm like i'm pushing him I'm like dude you need to chill and as soon as the other guy's on top of you and you're like rolling around this other dude I'm picking this other dude out, and the, the dude that I just took out comes in. It was just like, I'm trying to get people off of you, and you stop fighting. And then we're going down this hill, and then you're just every dude that was coming at you, you're just knocking them out. It, I was impressed, just say. But thank you. Thank you. But see, when I tell people yeah. that, people are like, What? You did? And I'm like, No, I listen, trust me. I. The, the minute I saw the whites of their eyes get close, close you, enough, you, you, like I just and they weren't ready, and <laughs> no one, I wasn't ready, and I just remember it was like it felt like fifteen minutes. It probably was like a minute fight. I like, it, but it felt forever, right? And oh, it did. It felt like it was going on. Yeah, it, it was like an exactly scene in a movie. But the the funniest that, thing <laughs> of this whole thing, like it was like I could tell people yes. the story and they would never believe me, but. Yeah, how it all how ended. It ended. How it so all this ended. dude comes, some guy drives up in like a, I'm going to say a 1988 Toyota Corolla souped up. Like he had the Puerto Rican like CD, like you yes. could tell homeboy. It, it, was a Nissan. it might've been a Toyota Nissan. Corolla. It might've it been, been a Nissan. Nissan. 
homeboy gets out and he had like three other dudes and he's seen us all fight and he gets up and he goes who's the latino in this group and I, yeah are you guys Spanish? and i was like yo homeboy who's fighting he's with me he's latino i'm latino and there's tall white kids with me everyone else we don't know who they are but we the latinos of this group we don't know these other white guys that are hitting us and as soon as the, these guys got out of the car those guys got up and they bolted straight to the view and we're like, thank you. And we <laughs> we got into to Steve's car and we we bolted. We went to to what was it called um, that place, pom poms. And we just pom poms. Steve was like, you have to get the bread here. <laughs> it was like we were fighting in the whole point because he was so so like done. He's like, we just have to get bread. I have to get bread at pom poms. So <laughs> I uh, I I remember, and, and this is how. It- See, so I'm, I'm glad you, thank you for sharing that story, you know what I mean, first off, and getting it out there, so people realize, you know, why they called me Jason Statham at work for, like, a week. Like, you that. legit, like, when you attack, like, I thought you knew him, because, like, the first punch, like, got him, and then the next eight of them were, like, those quick rabbit punches that you see, like, in, in like, wrestling moves, and I thought you guys were fine, and I was laughing, I was like, oh, look, so just, like, messing with a random person, you know? And then, then I saw you guys rolling around. I was like, is this legit <laughs> happening? And then this white dude jumps on top of you. And I was just like, oh, snaps. And it, and all through all this, like I'm jumping in, pulling people back, you know? And I just, all I could just think, because I know yes. Steve was wasted. He was like, he he was gone. Uh, <laughs> and, this, and this is, and see, I, and I always say this part because I, I was behind you guys. And I, I forget which ear it is. Like Steve, yes. Steve can't Ezra. hear out of one ear. Yeah, so I, I feel like those mm-hmm. guys were coming from that direction. You know what I mean? Where it, it just it didn't even click to him. He couldn't, you know, he wasn't really paying attention because he couldn't really hear him. So I'm seeing this whole thing develop from from you know a couple feet behind you guys. And then you know that I mean I guess that's just when it all started. The guy was like, "What are I just, you going to do?" I, and about you it? said, that's "All I remember." I'm going to do something about it. Like yeah. you're, you're like, and you were like, "Yes, thank yeah. you for asking for for permission for me to knock you out." It was just like you're like, "I'm not going to do anything until he's like, what are you going to do about it?'" It's like, "Thank you." Like I just felt like it was like a door opened up, and you're like, "You let me into your home," and yes, Bro, the and rules I, of like I just I, I remember laughing when it happened. I was like, "What is Saul doing?" Like. Who is this person? This, this guy seems like a really nice friend. Like you just just hugging each other on the ground, you know. And I was like, man, this guy, this guy really likes Saw. And then then oh, man. other dudes started jumping I'm on top. He was like, oh, these guys are not Saw's friends. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I uh, I, I couldn't believe I I left unscathed. Like uh, not a not a single mark. You, we were all, like, you guys I, were all. I, I mean, I just remember just trying to get them to stop and it was like it was like a five-year-old i was like don't touch this stay here while i'm trying to grab the other person this and i remember the one dude's like you go back in there and you keep on punching i was like no i'm grabbing the dude and i was like i'm the sober one and he's like he was like trying to complain to me like well if you go in i'm gonna go in it's like no i'm trying to stop this you know like it was just it was like all this but like like for real like it was crazy how long would this fight would have lasted if it wasn't for these these angels in this and this, I'm gonna say to not, oh, you know, Jesus. Toyota Corolla, yeah. like it, like for real. The, this car pulled up. This car pulled it up. The been, guy got, got up. It was like in a movie or something. It's like who's Latino in this group? I yeah, thought, it, I thought the car. Almost it like hit. it stopped like, like right like if, if it was like 
a Fast and the Furious movie and like stopped right in your face. Like the lights were right there and the guy got out. I was like, who's Latino in this group? And I was like, and I was like, and, and my, my broken Spanish, like, mira, ese chiquito ahí, yo, and the blanquito is conmigo, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, this blanquito is with us. <laughs> Oh man, I'm telling you, those are those are. I know. I think that night we like went to sleep that. like at you know, let everyone go like at four o'clock in the morning. We could not stop laughing. I mean, luckily, like you know, oh, yeah. what's going on with this world? Like, luckily there was no cops around. You know what I'm saying? Mike. Oh my God, we, we got we we got to dodge some bullets in, in, right. in every way aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? So we got lucky, but it was it was a great night. We could laugh about, but. Tell you truth, during all that, I was I was scared <laughs> for my life. Yeah, trust me, I would have been scared too. But there you have it, folks. All right, from from the man who witnessed it himself, I took down probably about three or four guys. You know what I mean? And just you know, and then then, then I then I got taken down and by, I these, by these Latino angels. We we thank you. By these Latino, yeah, these Spanish dudes. So it was great. Oh man, Omar, I love talking to you, man. Appreciate I it. Do this every day. You're the man. Oh my god, thanks. Yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming on. And um, yeah, everybody, go check out Omarvelous. Yeah, definitely uh, check out OmarvelousProductions.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube. Uh, all of our stuffs on there. Um, like again, if you know anyone that is getting married, um, anyone that wants to live stream anything um you know if you want a slow motion booth or something like that please give us a call or, or check us out on our social media and you know send us a a message and we'll be happy to help you out but um you know definitely check us out i appreciate uh you letting us uh letting me be part of this uh saw really fun oh of course man are you kidding me this I'm, I maybe next this time me, next right? time uh <laughs> down the line this we'll is the have, uh, Marianthe on here and you guys can talk about tiktok and all that kind of fun stuff Oh, I'll def I'm definitely going to ask her about TikTok. I'll say that right now. That'll be the awesome. first thing that I ask. <laughs> all, right. But, all right. Take Omar, it easy. Man. Thanks, bud. You have a good one. And uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And thank you for listening to this new episode of Saul's Life with my special guest, Omar. Um <clears throat> Yeah, if you guys uh, like it, subscribe. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts fixed uh, from. I'm probably on there. So like it, leave a review, share it, do all that good stuff. Check out my page on Facebook, Saul's Life. Um, and uh, you can check me out on Instagram as well at Saul Wall. And uh, on Twitter at Solly D's, D-E-E-Z, S-A-U-L-Y-D-E-E-Z. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, uh, hit me up on there. And if, uh, you guys want me to talk about anything in particular, anything, uh, special, drop me a line and let me know. And, um, I'll put it on the agenda again. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned, stay safe. And, uh, hopefully I'll be back soon with a new episode of, uh, Saul's life, uh, social distancing, wash your hands, do all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, season to your elbows and all that. All right. Bye.